that tears blurred my vision. A chance, he announced, before straightening again. My thoughts, as well as my emotions, raced. A chance? A chance for what? To leave this place? To attain a new level? A chance to escape the perpetual misery of an existence without hope? What did he, it, mean? He knew my thoughts. All of those things, he said, beckoning me to rise so that I wouldn't have to gaze up at him any more. But, more importantly, an opportunity to make amends. Instead of rising, I knelt before them both. Anything, I said. I'll do anything. I wonder, was his response. It would be a harsh test. The second one gently loosened my grip on his robe. And it's more probable that you'll fail. If that is the outcome, then there really is no hope for you. I don't understand. I looked from one to the other. Number one took me by the elbow and drew me up. We... Have a tradition on the, uh, uppermost level. The good place. He gave a slight bow. Heaven? His smile twitched. If you like. Anything, I pleaded. Just tell me what you want me to do. I admit, I was weeping floods by now. You had to know what hell is like. Calm yourself, he soothed. Stay your tears and listen. Angel, too, started to explain. Every half millennium, we are allowed to choose a few souls for, we call it the 500-year plenary indulgence, number one interrupted helpfully, whereby all grievous and venal sins of the chosen souls are forgiven, their spirits become untainted once more, as they were before earthly birth. They are able, eventually, to enter the kingdom and, at last, find their peace. It was too much for me. I sank to my knees again, disturbing the vapours that swirled low to the floor of my cubette. You've chosen me, I burbled as my hands again caught the hems of their gowns. I heard a throat clearing, a sound of disapproval, and immediately let go, afraid of irritating these wise and wonderful creatures. I remained doubled over, though, my nose disappearing into the mists. You and one or two others, Angel Two corrected. Thank you. Oh, thank— Number One cut me short. In your lifetime, you were thoroughly wicked, and your punishment here is richly deserved. I know. I know. It was my own sobs, like sharp hiccups, that interrupted the self-mortification. Number one had paused. Yes. Yes, it's never too late for tears. But please save them for after we've gone, he admonished, a little impatiently, I thought, given the stress I was under. Well, wailing Gnashing of teeth and the beating of breasts was the norm in this place, but I guess it could be upsetting, or 
just plain tedious for visitors. I snuffled into my hand and choked back further lamentation. If they didn't want woe, then woe there wouldn't be. A few snivelling whimpers, maybe, just to show I was truly contrite, but nothing distracting. Besides, I was desperate to hear what was on offer. You were blessed with so many gifts for your test time on earth, yet you squandered them all, used them for your own self-gratification. Yes, I know, I know, I agreed with a barely repressed sniffle. You were guilty of hedonism. Yes. Sensualism. Yes. You demonism. Uh... And you used your charm, your wit, and your exceptional presence to cheat and humble those around you.